This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora koutou, no mai haere mai, welcome to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever. Ko Taranaki te maunga, ko kirihau te awa, no ngā motu ahau. Ke ACC ahe e mahi ana, ke Re- Regional Injury Prevention Partner Taku Turanga Mahi, ko Riley McGregor Toku Ingoa. My name's Riley McGregor and I am born and raised here in Taranaki. I am currently employed as the Regional Injury Prevention Partner for ACC in Taranaki and Wanganui, based in New Plymouth, and I'm excited to be hosting Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever, a series of shows where I get to speak to riders about their bikes, gear, attitudes, and the Ride Forever course. Before I get started with my guest today, I wanted to provide you, the listeners, with some background information about Ride Forever, an ACC initiative aimed at giving riders sound information and access to training so they can make better choices. Ride Forever was first established in 2009 when it was identified that motorcycle sales were once again booming after a slower period through the 90s. What this resulted in was many more riders on the road who lacked recent riding experiences, therefore crashes, injuries and fatalities were all rising rapidly. It was also realised that conventional safety messaging and programmes did not resonate with the majority of riders. Motorcyclists accept the risks that came along with their passion. What this has evolved into is a world's first, a nationally available, officially certified, advanced rider training programme that has proven to reduce the incidence of riders having a crash by 27% and the associated claims cost by 45%. In other words, Ride Forever trained riders crash less often and the crashes they do have are on average less severe. Ride Forever coaches riders across the country to get the most out of their ride with more confidence, control and enjoyment. I am here with Laurie Maddox. Uh, Laurie is a local New Plymouth man who enjoys his motorcycle. Laurie, how are you today? Yeah, very good. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming along to talk to us today. Um, so first of all, Laurie, what do you do? What's your, what's your day job? I'm an electrician by trade. Fan- working in and out of the cafes and laundries, doing commercial work. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, you, and you're obviously riding motorbikes. How long have you, or what made you begin riding, riding motorcycles? Oh, back in the day, it was couldn't afford a car, so the insurance and the running of the bike was a lot cheaper. So we had them for going to school, college, started my apprenticeship, and it was only when I was well into the apprenticeship that I could afford to put a car into the fleet. So yeah, that was the main reason. Different now because it costs more to ride a bike <laughs> than back in them days. Yeah, yeah. Um, now this probably gives away a few too many secrets. But so, how long have you been riding motorcycles for? If I say since I was 16, and I've just had to write it all down, and it says 47 years. 47 years, that's a, you're a very seasoned and experienced writer. It means I'm older than 47. (laughs) It does mean that. Yes. Fantastic. So, well, now I've got a tricky question then, because 47 years is a a fair bit of writing experience. How many bikes do you think you've owned over that period of time? 
Far too. <laughs> Far too? Far too many. Far too many. <laughs> Have you got I, a number off the top of your head? No, I haven't. Oh, it's got to be 50 plus. 50 plus. when I started out, when I was a kid, we didn't have any money, so I'd have a bike and then I'd buy something else that needed work on and doing up. So I would do that one up, sell me other one, trade a little bit to get ourselves back up in the, get a better bike and whatever. So yeah, in the very early days, there could have been a bike a month. Oh, wow. Yep. So, but yeah, quite a steady amount. Yep, yep. So what about now? Currently, how many bikes in your in your fleet um, uh, have you got at the moment? I can't tell you where I live. <laughs> uh, I think there's nine. Nine? Yeah, but there's two in the UK still. Two in the UK. Yeah. So what have you got over in the UK? What what bikes you got I've sitting over there? I've got a pair of Triumphs. I've got an old 91,000 Daytona and a 955 Tiger. Um, for when we go visiting, when we see the family, right? Then they stay at my boy's house, so he puts one on the road for me, and I have one for the time for wife and myself, or just myself to ride. Yep, fantastic. And you said you got nine here in New Zealand, so you, mm. you've touched on you got two Triumphs overseas. Are they all Triumphs, or what have you got here in your, in your fleet in in New Zealand? I've got a range of Triumphs from well, 1971 up to 2017, um, triples and twins. And I've also got four, I think, KTMs. Right, cool. Again, trail bikes and road bikes. Yep, yep, and I, I guess you touched on an interesting thing there, Laurie. You you do off-road biking as well, or you're all, all on-ride, you've got adventure, uh, adventure bikes. Yeah, what's your sort of passion there? My passion still is road, yep. always has been. One of my little bikes, I've got a little 250 Honda, an old four-cylinder 90s that I use on the track. Um, great fun, speed isn't everything, and you learn more about riding, I think, um, riding a little baby one than I've learned in a, many a year. But uh, I have got uh, one for adventure riding and I enjoy it. It's not a natural thing for me at all uh, on gravel. I wasn't brought up with it in the UK, but I did used to like going out into the back blocks in the UK. So I've got a lot to learn, um, but we're getting there. Fantastic, cool, cool. Well, last question before we go to a break. Um, you mentioned you've sort of bought and sold bikes fairly regularly. So is there any bike that you can remember that that you sold that now you wish you hadn't and why do you wish you hadn't sold it? Uh, I had a very very low mileage old Triumph Trident one of the electric starts that are worth too much money now um, and I regret selling it because you can never buy one again in the same condition and everything but I, I was just thinking about it I sold it to upgrade my house so I think it's the best decision <laughs> for the family it's a bit selfish if I'd have held it on <laughs> The other thing on selling it's given me time to try out other bikes in the meantime. Cool. So. Well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, really interesting. So in the, in, we're going to take a break. And afterwards, we're going to hear a little bit more about Laurie's uh, riding journey and a little bit more about his experience with the Ride Forever course. So join us after this quick break. And now for my next number, I'd like to return to the classic.
Welcome back to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever on Access Radio 104.4 FM. I'm here with Laurie Maddox. Uh, Laurie's a long-time motorcycle rider. Laurie, you've been riding bikes for 47 years. What's yeah. the best part of riding motorcycles? Oh, just the freedom it gives you. Uh, the whole time now, you you actually ask the question, you think about it. It's also the vulnerability. Because you're out there and everything and everyone potentially is trying to kill you. It sounds daft, but if you think of it that way, then you don't take anything for granted. So you're breathing and smelling everything that's out there. You're not going out there like you do these days in a car with knowing that you've got airbags here, crash protection there. It's just war. And I think that's what I really like about it. Fantastic. Oh, yeah, it's it's a common theme that's coming through with some of my interviews with, with different people is the freedom that motorcycling gives us. And I think some of us that don't ride bikes maybe haven't quite experienced that ourselves. But, Just uh, quickly on that, um, we were brought up with motorbikes because, as I said, we could not afford to have a car. So we were brought up to look for other bikes, even when we were in our car. Yep. And that's one thing that seems to go missing in today's world and yes i think the experience if everyone could experience riding a motorbike they would experience they would be a better driver possibly themselves even in a car yeah and that links really well with the acc promotion at the moment of look again at the intersections everyone looking twice to make sure they look out for motorcycles mm. um are you part of a club um motorcycle club what club yeah. what does the club do i mean a couple of clubs i mean the triumph riders which is national um 
Again, social riding. Uh, we just had in February our local Taranaki branch. We had chapter. We had a, a dice run, and we managed to raise a thousand dollars for oh, wow. the air ambulance up here. So it's all good yeah. with that. Um, we try to ride at least once a month. A lot more together anyway. Yeah. And again, I'm in a local club down here, the Kaitaki Riders in Okura, uh, just a small group of people, but again, yeah, basically ride whenever we can. Cool. Yeah. So on that then, where do you normally ride? Um, what's your purpose for riding and how often are you doing it? Our oh, purpose is 100% pleasure. <laughs> 100%. How often, as often as possible, I ride 52 year, weeks a year. Right. I don't park up in winter. Uh, a lot of it can be, especially winter, you just run around Taranaki, around the mountain. Um, but even this last weekend, the wife and myself, we went up, um, started one day, we went to Tikawiti, then the next day decided just for the fun, we go past and we went to Carfia. Wow. So we have a 500 plus Ks in a day. Wow. But it depends on the day and who you're going with. Yep. So. Nice. Yeah, we're out, we're out there. We've just done a February with the Triumph Riders. We went to the South Island. We had 14 days. I did wow. 3,600 Ks down there. Wow. So, yeah, it's not just stuck going into town and back. Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely sounds like that. And you've mentioned your wife a couple of times. So how long, she, how long has she been riding for? She's been riding probably 18 months now. Okay. And I just wanted her to try to experience um, what I get, the pleasure I get. And... She's doing incredibly well. She's already, well, through, this isn't a pitch, but through the ride forever, we put her on the bronze after I got her riding a little bit, and that was enough to get her to go for a restricted. Then she moved up to her silver before taking her full test. Oh, wow. And she now has her full license, and yes, she's doing well and Fantastic. learning every day. Fantastic. Had she... Been with you as a as a passenger previously, or was it was it something that she left you to go and do before she decided to actually get on the bike? What was her no, link to it? Um, she she was out. She used to go on the back a little bit many many years ago. So we've been married thirty odd years, and then the kids came along, and so I did pull away from bikes a little bit. Feel that it was a little bit selfish, um, but came back when the kids were older. But now the kids are grown up. She's been on the back a lot, touring with me, and as I say, it's just that transition Excellent. to have a go yourself. Yeah, and yeah, she's getting the getting the the feel as to what it's all about. Oh, that's great! That's fantastic. Mm. Right, we, you touched on Ride Forever um, and, and your wife's experience with that. We're going to take a short break now, and then when we come back, we're going to hear more about Laurie's experience with uh, with the Ride Forever course. So back after this break.
Welcome back to Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever on Access Radio 104.4 FM. I'm Riley McGregor from ACC and I'm here with my guest Laurie Maddox. Laurie, what made you decide to sign up for a Ride Forever course? Basically as a warrant of fitness on my own riding. I've been riding, as we said earlier, for 47 years and there's, you're never too old to learn something. And if you, my feeling is if you go and get a warrant effectively on your riding, if something's going wrong, you're missing things, it's a good time to pick it up and it might give you another day. Cool. Um, you mentioned earlier that your wife has, um, did some Ride Forever courses for her licensing. Was that, had you done some prior to her getting on them or was it sort of her signing up to them an incentive for you to, to get into those courses? No, previously I'd done three of the golds. Right. Um, again, as I say, as my warrant of fitness, but also I think they're doing the system now, but it gave me two years of $100 off my rego. So it was a benefit to do it, it's a win-win. Uh, I then shadowed my wife on a bronze course, which she used and then took her restricted. And then she went, I, followed, I did a silver course with her as well before she did her full license. So yeah, five, well, four and a half courses. Four and a half courses, Yeah, all across the different levels. Um, yeah. Which is really excellent for someone with so much experience as yourself that you always felt like you could learn that little bit more. So what areas of your riding did you maybe think, hey, I'm really good at that? And then once you did a course, all of a sudden you learn, actually, I, I need to keep working on that a little bit more. Um, I, I think the biggest thing was braking. Again, harking back all those years ago, we hardly had brakes, we had retarders. Okay. And it was a bit hit and miss. But now, modern bikes have got fantastic brakes, better than you ever think. And so, I think the biggest thing, yeah, is the braking exercises. And I always, every time, come away with in my head practice 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 because we do we just ride down ride here ride there oh look how fast my bike is and whatever not thinking oh look how quick my bike stops you never have a race at how quick you can stop and you you come away from one of these courses realizing how good your brakes are wow. and getting used to trust them so if something does go bang out in front of you it's there, head up, break. Fantastic. So yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that's yep. that is imprinted in my. So th my did mind. that? I guess you've learned how to break better, and you, like you said, you've learned to understand stand the brakes a little bit better. How did that change it when you? How did that change your behaviour when you go out and ride? Um, did, did it change your behaviour, or did it just give you more confidence? It gives you more confidence. It gives you more confidence. You, know, you learn more of observing, um, picking up observations, and like I say, there's five million people trying to kill you here. And if you go out thinking like that, you stand a better chance. So it's observing. You pick up little tips I've picked up over the courses um, and other courses before, is just looking for telegraph poles, seeing where they go. If they're going around the corner, there's a good chance of those going around the corner, even if you can't see over the hedge. Little tiny tips that you think, God, why didn't I think of that before? Uh, so, yeah, you've only got to come away with one, one idea mm. and maybe work on it and practice that. Yeah, great. 
That, that's a really, really great, great thought, and probably us car drivers can do the same thing when you can't see past the hedge, looking at those poles and making sure you get a vision for where the road's going to be uh, yeah. and where it's going to go. Um, what did you enjoy most about the the courses that you've been on? Oh, just the fact that they're they're easy and they're friendly. It's you don't go along and it's not a somebody sergeant major. You must do this. You must do that. It. The courses I've been on, every, the instructors and the people I've been with have all been willing to learn. And so you all, you, I find you learn off of each other. We all have a little bit of experience. We all have good and bad experiences that we can pass on and hopefully make an impression yep. on somebody. So, I mean, I'm getting the impression you've done five courses, you you know, but would you recommend a ride for every course to other riders? And, and why would you do so? Yes. Um, oh, it's a hard one, because I've recommended them to friends, and some of us said, oh, I know how to ride. Good. I'm pleased. And I hope that you never need to practice some little things that you can gain from these courses. But... Uh, I still say about every year things change. Motorcycles change. There's a lot of guys who are going back into buying motorcycles. The motorcycles have changed radically over those years. Um, go along on a course just to pick up some pointers, just to make sure that you're the best you can be for going out there, yep. rather than thinking you're the best. Uh, so yeah, I would say every every person who rides a bike, go and grab one of these courses. You're never too old to stop learning. Yeah, and they're a really cost-effective way to learn, aren't they? I mean, twenty dollars for a for a bronze course, and that's eight hours out on the track, out on the bike, on the roads, and then fifty dollars for the silver and gold. It's it's well worth it. Fifty well worth dollars for eight hours. It's the poor bugger's not earning much money, is he? <laughs> no, no. And um, Laurie actually touched on something a little bit earlier that I'll just I'll just recap now. Um, ACC have brought back the cashback offer um, mm. for people that have had their full full motorcycle license for two years. And if you go on a ride forever course, you can write, uh, sign up to that cashback offer two hundred two hundred dollars over the next two years of your registration. Because, like you said, it, it's not cheap anymore to ride a motorcycle. It, no. it is expensive, um, and and that cash cashback can certainly help. Laurie, I'd really love to say thank you for your time today. It's, um, you've taught me a lot around motorcycles, around your en enjoyment and involvement with the Ride Forever course. I've really enjoyed today. And um, hopefully we might be able to get you back at another time to, to have another chat around, um, around your motorcycling and, and what you've done with Ride Forever. Oh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks very much. Thank you for listening to today's show. I trust you enjoyed hearing from our guest about their motorcycling journey, experiences, and the Ride Forever course. If you want to listen to this show or any of the others in the Kickstart Your Ride with Ride Forever series, visit Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the Access Radio Taranaki website. To register yourself or a family member for a Ride Forever course, or just to learn more about Ride Forever, please head to our websites at www.rideforever.co.nz 
You can also visit the Ride Forever Facebook page to keep up to date with all information and promotions. Thanks for listening. Kaki te. This show was first broadcast on Access Radio Taranaki 104.4 FM, thanks to New Zealand On Air.